It's your host Sharon, and welcome back to Last Debatable. So today, my guest in the studio is Jim. Hello, everyone. My name is Jim. <laughs> Hi there. So today, we're going to talk about our experiences living abroad as young adults from Taiwan.、Mm. So there's so much we can talk about, and I'm really looking forward to it. So, Jim, you studied and lived in Germany for some time, and you still do live in Germany, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm from Taiwan,、mm-hmm. and I came to the first time I was in Germany was 2017, and then after one year experience、uh, exchange program, I came to Germany again in 2019, and I think this year is the sixth year that I've been living in Germany and working in Germany. So I finished my master, and the, now、mm-hmm. I'm working in Germany. So,、yeah. so which which region in Germany do you live now?、Uh, south. The、okay. South by like、mm-hmm. maybe people Munich. Yeah, and for me, I so I was born and raised in Taiwan, and then I did all of my education until university, all in Taiwan, and then I went to the U.S. to get my masters. So I've I've lived in the U.S. on the East Coast in Providence, Providence specifically for I think a little bit more than three years. And before arriving in Germany, what impressions of <laughs> the country did you have? Yeah, I mean. Is like all the stereotypes people,、yeah. like people in Taiwan have. It's like pe- German people are strict, or they are really they adhere to rules. They love beer <laughs> and sausage. Yeah, listeners, yeah. we're totally talking about stereotypes Stere- that、yeah. people would would likely have of a place that they've yet been to, and th- these stereotypes are like really <laughs> commonly shared among people. But it's so funny.、Um, the other day, I went.、Uh, I actually did a street interview,、mm. and I met. These two lovely travelers from Germany, from Saxony specifically, and they, they, they all. I think from the Germans I met, they all really they joke a lot about the stereotypes people have about them. And one thing they would always like to joke about is, okay, probably back home in Taiwan, you always heard that yeah, we adhere to rules, we're very mechanical, and you know things are always on time. They would say no. Just take any train in Germany. <laughs> yeah, you know that it depends. It really depends. <laughs> I think that was the first thing、mm-hmm. that the two travelers、um, told me. Like, oh, train、mm-hmm. is like it's not Taiwan. It's on time. Taiwan Germany, time. it really depends. <laughs> But when I was I was tra- when I was traveling in Germany for a little bit. I was. I felt really lucky that all of my trains were very on time, very like on sharp. Time. So、okay. I felt very lucky. So for me, I, I felt like. I didn't really have too much, say, stereotypes about life in the U.S. I think it it really, at least for me, because I majored in English, so、mm. I felt like I I felt really lucky that I could have a more nuanced view of a country that I've never lived in before. And basically, I would just say that no, it's not like Hollywood movies. Those are just movies, okay?、Mm. And not, not everybody's house is not gonna be like super pretty. And every day you go to work whenever you want to. No, that only happens in sitcoms or, or TV shows. Anyway, the, the practical side of life it, it's it's really really real when you're living abroad. And I'm really curious in Germany what when you're doing your masters, what was school and work life like? I think. And Germany master degree is pretty different from、uh, that in Taiwan. You have lots of courses and you have lots of exams. You are not going to a a specific lab. Like you are not going to like a, a follow with a a certain professor. But you are going to each different chair of professions、mm. to get different courses. After this, you are you need to also pass lots of exams. And after that, you are going to write a six month master thesis. Then you get graduate. So I think this is different from 
Taiwan because I think in Taiwan they when they first entered the master degree they will start their master thesis. This is what I heard from Pro- probably yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't get a master's in Taiwan, but what you described definitely sounds fam- uh, familiar. Mm-hmm. I would say, like from my experience, actually. So for my program, the program that I went to, you can actually decide what you want to focus on oh, and yep. decide the form that you want your, you can say, capstone project or thesis to be. Say many of my cohort mates, some really want to become historians and mm-hmm. scholars and professors, and many of them they did go on to do a PhD. So for them doing the masters, they would write thesis. They would write like the a biggest, the biggest thesis mm. to to mm. as like the capstone of the masters. And for many of my other cohort mates and and me, I could definitely also write a thesis. I could also write a paper. But for me, I know I want to work kind of like a liaison. I don't want to be in like full on academics mm. in a mm. future that I already knew about myself. I really wanted to to do something practical. So I I actually co curated an exhibit. And that really helped me so much, honestly, because again, nothing wrong with thesis and papers, but mm. the the number of people who would really read it is not too many. Okay, it's not too many. Like if you want to do no. like more practical jobs, no, your boss will never spend time read your, <laughs> no, read your no, yeah, no. <laughs> my you know when I first entered my company, so now the company. They don't even care about my degree. <laughs> they don't even care about if I got the master degree because I got the offer before I graduate. So they don't even care about the degree, mm-hmm. and so that's why they don't care care about the master thesis. And I want to add on this. So the life in Germany and school life in Germany or university life in Germany, like many German, they already have a part time job, like academic mm-hmm. part time job, or they work at a company during mm-hmm. the while well, they're studying during the. Semester, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but when it's on vacation, not vacation, but semester free time, they work as a full time mm-hmm. employee. So they so already have practical experiences. Very like lots hands of on. Hands on. Yeah, I feel like that. No, thank you for bringing that up because there is definitely a pretty large group of people in Taiwan that the reason that they chose to get a master's. Was because they didn't know what they wanted to do in life after graduation,、mm. say from university. So they sort of went into a graduate school to kind of sit it out and、mm. try different things. Again, nothing wrong with that.、Mm-hmm. But、mm. I don't feel like the again. It also it varies from one person to another.、Yeah. I feel like as long as you're proactive, you're willing to try and think about what might works for what might work for you. It's gonna turn out really wonderful. But for people who who aren't really Willing to try new things, maybe their time during their masters or PhD, no masters, probably、mm. wouldn't be as fruitful. So、um, yeah, but I feel like、um, studying、um, during my masters in the U.S. similar. Many actually already have practical experiences mm. Mm. in their fields, and usually the the field is in arts, culture, museums, and heritage preservation. Many are curators already or have、mm. worked as consultant.、Mm. In in the field, and basically they, they also had quite a lot of hands-on experience. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that is a little bit different from Taiwan. I think it's pretty different. Yeah.、Taiwan. Some people just <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't help sometimes but be secretly judgmental <laughs> that no, it's not a place for you to hide、yeah. out to like wait it out. But it just you, you have to if you really want to try to see what you could do like your potential, you gotta be willing to try some things.、Exactly. Yeah. But also you know taking care of your mental health that's also very important. You know I really want to talk. About one thing. So、mm-hmm. when you're in Germany,、mm. as a student, as a foreign student, when, because I was in the U.S.,、mm. so I was a foreigner. 
but also it has a lot to do with my personality. I, I enjoy meeting new friends and get to know people from all around the world because you are in a setting that people from all all oh. around the world gather here. And I just think it would be it's a missed opportunity if you only stay in a certain bubble exactly. of yeah. people similar mm. to you. What was your experience like when you were in Germany? I think yes, I totally agree what you said, and this is also what I did. So I attended lots of like different events and and where I lived. So I also attended a, this band. The band consists of like really different people yeah. from all over the world, mix. very diverse mm -hmm. mix. So I really love talking to them and Same, yeah. to, to like hear their stories and how they see the world this yeah, is like yeah. really different really interesting you know, really i think interesting. this is one of the best things about you know being able to live abroad for some time and i felt like again i cannot okay we're on last debatable i'm allowed to share some of my hot takes okay <laughs> so i feel like it's <laughs> to put it in a diplomatic way some people that i that i know and saw i just think okay listen it's a missed opportunity that you say studied in say germany you get to meet people from all around the world in your school but you only stay in the same bubble of the same group of people who arrived from taiwan with you you only stay with your taiwanese friends i just think it's a missed opportunity mm. especially mm. if you only okay you're you're at a diverse place but you only hang out with people from the exact same place where you're from yeah. i know your experience in taiwan probably of course, there there is a lot of difference because you know everybody's different. But I just think it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. It's not that you you purposely don't meet those Taiwanese, but you need to like really yeah branch out more. Bond. Yeah. Oh, I definitely have some friends that they've been studying, doing their degrees in the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. Similar, but they they always hang out with the same group of oh, people from Taiwan. It's just like again, it's a it's a balance of say if you if your energy or mental health really needs it, great. Yeah. You know, have yeah. friends from your hometown, but. For the past, say, for the past two years, always the same friend group that, that they, they showed me just, I, I would really encourage them to branch out more. Yeah. Okay, and as people from Taiwan living abroad, there will definitely be times that we have to talk about or basically introduce our identity as a Taiwanese person to your foreign friends. And yeah, listeners, are you waiting for like, oh, are we heading to like some hot takes maybe about politics? Yes. So I would say that, again, I feel really very, very lucky that most of the people I met during my master's, they were definitely not all, but most of them are really well read about the world and they know the nuances. So mm -hmm. I feel really lucky that I didn't feel that I have to explain the same things over and over again. But what was the experience like uh, for you when you were in Germany? I think in Germany, I mean, these years that Taiwan is getting more yeah. exposure to the world, yeah. I would say because I think in, in Germany, what, what I receive is because of the yeah, tension the, the between people, China yeah. and Taiwan. What do people know of Taiwan? The, the first thing they will think of is TSMC. I mean, the chip semiconductor they know Taiwan yeah especially is really, you hang out you know, with yeah, engineers not even engineers like oh, many just people like there. random <laughs> random people it was, okay oh, TSMC, TSMC so semiconductors, semiconductors. okay yeah and, yeah how about let's throw out some words that people we met they would associate that Taiwan would remind them of okay TSMC semiconductors like conflicts with China yes this okay is, which yeah. okay hold, hold on listeners yeah yeah you know <laughs> we will talk about that but one fu very funny thing is it doesn't happen often but they would mistake uh they would mistook taiwan as thailand oh, oh yeah exactly yeah. yeah so okay listeners in case you don't know we're <laughs> coming to you from 
Radio Taiwan International. We're in Taiwan, and Taiwan is not Thailand. It, it's so funny because my sibling, uh, he he used to work as a TA at his school in the U.S. And one student, you know, the student was really friendly, and my sibling introduced, "Oh, I'm from Taiwan. That I'll be a, a TA for the semester." And a student came to him and said, "Oh, I love Thai food." <laughs> and my sibling <laughs> just said, "Oh, me too." <laughs> 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 and the student realized that oh that's not where you're from and he's like yeah, yeah i'm from taiwan so it's so it's different mm-hmm. yeah but it's like yeah it's down similar okay let's talk about our identity i would say if foreigners they ask me where i'm from i would always say i'm from taiwan yeah. i would never say any other names mm. for example the republic of china mm. this that is the official name that sort of again in a funny way we're stuck with right now but I would have. I've never said that I'm from the ROC mm. because people get confused. Like, what? What is that? And also, it has the word China. Mm. So, the the PRC, the People's Republic of China, and the ROC, Republic of China, they share the word China. <laughs> so, for foreigners who know so who know very little, especially the nuances about politics, geopolitics, that would confuse them. What exactly. was your experience? I would definitely introduce myself as Taiwan, and I, I will yeah. never say. RC, but if it's a like a social events is more like people gathering in a in a bar and the people just joke around i would say i'm from republic of china which is which is taiwan i would just try to make them more confusing and and then <laughs> explain again that if they really want to hear what exactly taiwan yeah, yeah. is taiwan really part of china or what is republic of china is it republic of china and i would just explain so i would use that kind of this strategy to Really, mm-hmm. to get to to get involved in the discussion with them, mm-hmm. because I just like to joke around. Because I have many experiences with lots of foreigners, and they know little about Taiwan, and mm. they are confused with Republic of China and people. Yeah. Like that, and I don't want to explain again and again. So and I, I, yeah, you know. I would say that the name that foreigners would recognize is definitely Taiwan. Yeah, mm. it's not ROC. It's, it's not, not no. Chinese Taipei. No. It's not Chinese no. Taipei. It's Taiwan, guys. I'm <laughs> any government officials listening to this? Yeah, we're definitely taking step into some hot. Well, I wouldn't say hot takes, but personal experiences and personal point of view. It doesn't yeah. re- reflect other other people. People might have different points of view, but I would say you know where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. you know where I'm from, and um. As a young adult living in Taiwan, I'm very proud of my identity,、mm. and especially how life in Taiwan really is like now. Thinking about the upcoming October 10th day, it's okay. A big question is: Is ROC the same as Taiwan? This is a million-dollar question, and this is probably like the biggest question that I that I've ever tried to tackle on that debatable.、Mm. And the full discussion is definitely outside of the scope of today's episode.、Mm. But this is something that I would definitely love to revisit. So again, with my foreign friends, when I met when I met in the U.S. or anywhere else when I'm traveling, I w- the short answer, like a crash course answer, I would give is not exactly. And if you really know the nuances, I would say no.、Mm. It's not. I would just say no. Yeah, I would say no.、Mm. So I would always say I'm from Taiwan. And then, like a, again, very very crash course. It's it's a very nuanced topic. But okay, basically think of it as post Chinese Civil War. Okay, the CCP and Chiang Kai Shek's <laughs> group of people. Okay, think of okay, think of it as a relationship. Okay, so the CCP, <laughs> the Communist Party in China, the CCP and Chiang Kai Shek's side 
they broke up. Yep. They broke up. And then Chiang Kai-shek's side, they lost the Chinese Civil War and they retreated to Taiwan. And then ROC started in Taiwan. But ROC, especially in a context of how like life is here in Taiwan right now, since that time, it has mutated and evolved so much. And Taiwan is now like, how Taiwan is today. Yeah. And I really, for example, I really want to bring up several points that I think is very important and significant. And I'm really, really proud to see this. Taiwan legalized same-sex marriage. Yeah. And yeah. recently, we also legalized um, same-sex couples that can adopt children. I think it's a very wonderful thing. Mm. Also, it's a very free country. Also, knowledge. The other day, I was chatting with a marine biologist. Knowledge is free and available from all, like it's free and available in Taiwan. It's not the same. Some countries, they, they couldn't have full access to certain knowledges. And some historic events, they are omitted from textbooks, for example. Yeah. To, to put it in a more friendly way to think about it, I think what's missing or what's sort of pushed to you like mm -hmm. from your government is really a good time to reflect on, okay, who benefits from this? And why are certain people taking a certain narrative? But like, what was your experience in when, say, when you're in Germany? How did you approach sharing your Taiwanese identity? I would probably say the same thing. I would first introduce like Taiwan is not, of course, not part of China. But I would like first mm -hmm. explain the the international status of Taiwan. I would say I, I'm trying to be neutral. Yeah, but also when someone's country. trying to bully you all the time, it's like yeah, I'm so <laughs> so tired of being nice. Yeah. It's like yeah, you know yeah. who's starting conflict. As I would and, just yeah. say, okay, yeah, Taiwan is definitely a democratic country. I would introduce that we have the same-sex marriage already passed, and we vote. Yeah, mm -hmm. we vote. Yeah, also the knowledge, the full access to every everything mm -hmm. like knowledge and yeah. you can share whatever you yeah. want you can be criticized to your to our government yes you can yeah. criticize yeah. yeah feel free to do that yeah, yeah. also demonstrations protests they yeah. happen often and it's, it's a part of a daily life i and think this point this helps a lot to for those people who, yeah. who know who are quote unquote confused yeah, yeah who are confused i would just say that yeah the whole discussion is definitely outside of the scope of today but it's like yeah you know where we're from mm. and i would highly recommend people who really are curious you know find a time to visit taiwan mm. for sure and yeah. i i you know from the other day i i was just uh interviewing travelers to taiwan they're from all around the world mm. and they all they all know that life here it, it's it's very different from from life in china and they they can tell the difference it, it just I, for me it's a very interesting i think a wonderful thing to see are there any like very funny encounters that you had during your time in Germany of like with your friends or people you know that either they misunderstood or kind of took away the agency of you sharing where you're from? My experiences are mostly negative. Like <laughs> yeah, negative. you you show me like yeah. really funny, like you know, <laughs> um, sassy experiences. But yeah. So so my experience is one time. So as I said, I have a local band it's not a local but international band there mm -hmm. where i live so there are also there's also chinese every time we have a performance that outside we're going to introduce ourselves but he was really unhappy about when i said hello my name is jim i'm from taiwan oh he, and that person is unhappy just by yeah, this one? <laughs> yeah he just and okay. also i want to sing a song about it's a song from a local, Taiwan local band. The name of the song is Good Night Formosa. The lyrics is the word Taiwan. Mm -hmm. 
And he was um, happy that yeah, he I know said, the band. Yeah, fire extinguisher. Yeah, fire extinguisher. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and said you shouldn't sing that song. You are not allowed to sing the song. He like he was so mad. What was his reasons? What What were his reasons? He said because the band, the political views of the band, he, the band is a separatist. And <laughs> but the thing is, I also want to sing a song. I want to perform a song from Thonic, a Taiwanese metal band. Freddie Lim. Yeah, the lyrics didn't mention anything about Taiwan, but Thonic. Uh, from his view, the metal band is also separate. So let's you know a, what I mean. Yeah, yeah let's is, take a step. Take a step back a little bit. This person said that oh, this this idea, that idea is separatist.、Mm-hmm. Okay, from whose point of view, and what kind of narrative does this entail? Listeners, I hope it speaks volume for itself. And、mm-hmm. okay, I have an experience that is there was a, a research. Well, there was a person from China giving a presentation to the group that I was in.、Uh, I think like a seminar room. She was up there. She was. She suddenly came to a point. She's introducing simplified Chinese characters that they use in China, and she said something like, "Simplified Chinese characters. It's very similar to traditional Chinese in Taiwan." And Sharon would agree, right? And she pointed to me. I was sitting in the in the audience, and I said to the whole group, "Nope, it's actually very different. They're very different." <laughs> and、yeah. there was just this silence in the seminar room, and I enjoyed every second of it. Oh, <laughs> it, nice. it, it's really、I、funny story,、yeah. because no, really, if you, if you look them up, I would say they're very different. The writing system is very, very different. Very different. Also, I will introduce traditional character Chinese character to、yeah. those who are confused about. Yeah, yeah. oh, oh they look very different. Yeah, I, yeah. Because I think we preserve the so-called the culture and yeah, the history. The, the history of the how history the words how are formed. The, yeah, yeah. yeah this is、yeah. important. Yeah, and also in Taiwan we use Zhuyin spelling. We are the only country. Yeah, to do that and to to spell out、uh, Mandarin Chinese, yeah, that's something very distinct. And we can be critical of our intake,、uh, of our input that we get from media, from books, and from different people. I would say、uh, to wrap up today's conversation, I would just say. Definitely, I would definitely encourage listeners to echoing what we talked about at the beginning. You know, if you get to meet people from diverse countries, diverse backgrounds, cultures, go talk to them and exchange、yeah. ideas. And I remember, I forgot. Sorry, I forgot who this per,、uh, where this person's from. But we were talking about environmental law,、mm-hmm. and this person shared with us that in his country they view nature as in a very different way. They don't view nature as something that humans could claim, but they view nature. With the same level as human beings, so they would actually consider like what's what does the mountain want? Like what's good for the mountain? Instead of like oh we can develop、that's, this land or something. So that that's something that's really interesting that interesting. I probably wouldn't know of if I didn't talk to different、exactly. people that I, that I would meet. Okay, to wrap up some, <laughs> I want to throw some light into this conversation. So let's come back to stereotypes about life in Germany a little bit.、Uh, I definitely read about the stereotype that Germans are distant and cold to strangers. I would say that's the. I mean everything is relative. So, but they are actually but the cold surface, outside. Yeah, yeah, cold we're outside. outside. Yeah. yeah, that's from again. We're totally again. We're us two. We're not saying that we're experts of you know <laughs> German、mm-hmm. culture, but just from your experience living、yeah. there and from my experience traveling there, it differs from person to person. Okay, and another thing is German. The language German always sound aggressive. Sound aggressive to you? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it sounds aggressive to you. It doesn't. Because it, it does. I think it depends on what the context、okay. is. Okay. And, and I remember there was a video of this very funny guy. I think he's from Germany. He's totally playing into the stereotype of people thinking 
the language German is yeah, aggressive. Yeah. So he yeah. just pronounced everything. Everything's like butterfly come in a very aggressive everything. way. Okay, Schmetterling. <laughs> so like like something, this. Yeah. Something like that. But for me, I think German language sounds to me is beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. I love, yeah, it's a beautiful I love language. the language itself. I like yeah. this cool language. Well, Jim, thank you so much for thank spending you. time with me on the show. Thank you, Sharon. Thank And you, everyone. Listeners, hope you're having a great day or evening, wherever you are. Take care. Bye. Bye.